Hi, welcome to the Hillbrook Center for Teaching Excellence podcast. I'm your host, Bill Selleck. I'm our Director of Technology, and I am so excited about this project. We have two amazing guests. Let's find out who's on the podcast. Hi, I am Vanessa Holmes-Silverman, and I am the Performing Arts Teacher here at Hillbrook. Hi, I am Susie Heater, and I'm the Lower School uh, Art Specialist, uh, JK through 3rd, and sometimes 4th. And so both of you are here because last week we had a fourth grade performance. Vanessa, tell us about that. So cool. Yes. So this year we decided to add fourth grade theater class, which is really exciting because middle school gets a lot of theater. Elementary doesn't get a whole lot. So we're trying to trickle this down a little bit. So fourth grade um, does a semester class where they come and study the basics of theater, staging, lighting, costumes, props, miming, improvisation, and a bunch of other theater techniques. And then at the end of the semester, we give our performance and this year's performance were two fables the tortoise and the hare and the enormous turnip nice and so Susie why are you here as the art teacher how do do you play into this ah good question so um, we decided to collaborate on this project for um, to help facilitate the kids making their own masks and props and And when we're talking about masks like covering your face right we're not talking like N95 masks no (laughs) gotta clarify these things yeah thank you no face mask prop masks character masks character masks exactly (laughs) so um, it turned out so wonderful Um, we started out having the kids bring their own iPads and research their particular character and what sort of props or masks that they they could could make and um, it was so wonderful being able to use the hub um, as I, I feel like it's really what this hub was designed to do mostly is for kids all around campus um, for whatever project they're working on in their homerooms or across the bridge to be able to come and utilize that space and all of the tools and machines and things that come along with it and it's so fully stocked with fabric and wire and everything so each student had um, their own kind of needs of things that they needed to um, to create their own masks and they were all so individual and really myself and and Vanessa were just there to support and to facilitate anything and they were able to freely come and go between the hub and the upstairs design room Um, and each one of them turned out so beautiful beautiful and so unique and so, um, you know, still child-centered and yet um, creative in, in for each individual student. It was awesome. I love that so much. I also love the collaboration that it wasn't just let's memorize some lines in like language arts or whatever check it wasn't just let's draw because drawing is important and mm-hmm. and both you know all of that is important mm-hmm. but it was like this genuine need for collaboration where it was we're going to put on this performance we need some costumes but really just the mask and they were they were just wearing white black and yeah. mask right Vanessa yeah we went so simple with it and and the reason and we actually talked about this in class that the reason for the simplicity was to draw the attention to the mask and to the acting of the kids because that's what we were really focusing on was what they had learned and they learned a lot because they staged it and they understood the staging and the direction they understood how their lines interacted we studied the story so they knew a lot of background information and so these 
just you know simplifying things wearing all black having simple lights no sound it it really was able to draw attention to the collaboration which is really awesome we we had a good time it was great the kids had a good time and also i guess along with that you know there was no set it was just on that beautiful stage that set up in the brand new black box theater um and i think that that simplicity also really um, had had us focusing, you know, on on their acting and their their characters and just that simplicity of their mask. You knew which character they were or their prop, and yeah, it was really special. It was well, yeah. very special. And, and so I'm picturing, you know, kind of fourth grade. Um, I have a fourth grader, and so it's not that my expectations were lower, but it's like, you know, I know I know what fourth graders can do. I know they're just gonna wear black. There's not a set, um, and yet, my goodness, <laughs> when you saw it, it was just like. It, it wasn't let's be simple because we need to be simple. It was let's be simple and then actually you really pay attention to those other things. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about like there's there's some songs you know I've been listening to lately and you listen to it and there's almost nothing for like the first half. And then when everything else comes in, you're like, whoa, right? It's not that, oh, we can't afford a drum set. It's that we actually don't want that, right? You know, and, and in a similar way, it was like, let's actually put the focus on it. So it wasn't like a, we're gonna not do full costumes because we're not gonna do it. It was, it, it felt like as I was watching it, I realized how intentional of a choice it was and how powerful that really, exactly. really was. And that, that also enables the kids to design their own entire costume, right? Right, and it's so funny because when we started talking about this, the kids said, oh no, we're not wearing costumes. I mean, some of the kids even went home and told their parents, we have to buy this <laughs> crazy costume because I'm a squirrel farmer. or I'm a farmer or whatever, <laughs> yeah. And and so the, the idea really took a second to even match on with the kids. Yeah. And then once they understood it, it was like, oh, you mean you're actually doing this because you're featuring me. Mm. Right, right. And... I think, you know, it kind of goes back to, like, historically, like, theatrically speaking, there's a lot of use for, uh, there's, there's a lot of times that actors just go into a black box theater, no lights, no sets, wear all black, and it brings it, like, right down to the bare bones of what theater is. Right. I think it, it helped us to see what the kids actually learned. Right. Yeah, I love and, that. And no distraction from the audience, too. You know, when we go to our big um, performances um, for the eighth grade play or something, eighth grade play, you know, there's all these lights and all the beautiful sets that you want to see more about and the beautiful costumes. And yes, that brings it all to life. But I, the simplicity of it and the deliberate is that a word of it? Um, I thought was just really great. And actually, when you were just talking about how um, having just um, wearing all black, and having it really be about them, and I sort of started thinking about it. It's almost like our uniforms, right? Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah. Like our uniforms, I mean, that makes it about the actual kid. Yeah, I was laughing so hard when you were describing kids going home because <laughs> I had this vivid flashback when my little sister was in kindergarten. They got to choose which animal they wanted to be, and she chose to be a hippopotamus mm. and came home and said exactly that, said, Mom, I need a hippopotamus costume. And luckily my mom <laughs> taught with a teacher who could make that, like out of you know, felt and some you know, rip apart some pillows uh, and it was not it was not that it was really going into our makerspace our hub and students exactly. really like 
owning that process. I love yeah. that so much. Yeah. yeah, and it was really awesome to see their masking process and how each mask was so individual, so different. We gave them very little parameter on it, and so when you looked at each mask individually, they were, they were truly centered around what they believed their character was. That's right. That's right. So I think we used three 45-minute sessions um, for each each group, and so that gave them plenty of time. And we had a little bit of wiggle room for kids that needed a little extra glue or support or something. But yeah, I was really proud to be a part of that, Vanessa, for sure. Well, so I'm thinking about past Bill as we start to put a little bow on this episode. You know, when I was teaching second grade, I, I would hear something like this and go, all right, like, I'm going to pull this off. If, if you're a single classroom teacher, you have 30 kids in your class, like what... If you wanted to pull this off, what what suggestions or resources mm. do you have? Because I, I think I could have pulled this off after hearing us talk about this. Yeah, I, one resource that is really helpful with elementary school theater is the website Drama Notebook. The reason why it is so great is it saves the time of having to seek out scripts or specialized scripts for your class. So you can go on this website, you can choose like a one-month subscription, a three-month subscription, a year-long subscription, and you can just download ready-made scripts that are age-appropriate by grade. Oh, very cool. So it is, that is a huge resource for any classroom teacher that feels like, I would like to do this. It goes all the way down to junior kindergarten. So you really can do this with your class. Um, the second thing is just... Go into it with the idea that this is going to take time. It's Mm. not something that you can put together in a week. Um, The kids need to have process time for learning lines and understanding characters. But again, Drama Notebook has great rehearsal um, scheduling and and rehearsal. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Rehearsal program like how to run a rehearsal almost lesson plans lesson plans yeah Yeah. they do have lesson plans on there um especially designed for novice you know like theater people like classroom teachers who might not know how to do it um and then keep it simple i think that was really what made this special is that we didn't build a set we didn't do anything crazy we could have done it without lights it was nice to have the lights because it created that little theater experience but it could have been done without lights And it could have been done without a stage. So I suggest that anybody who really wants to take it on, just keep it simple. Stay focused on the kids and the acting. And then uh, for the mask portion of it, honestly, any classroom teacher who didn't have resource to like go to a hub or something like that, um, we literally, I would have suggested to the kids to just scavenge. They could have made masks out of just about any item they could find. Leaves, uh, pieces yeah. of paper. I, was I mean, it's cardboard boxes. <laughs> well, yeah, cardboard boxes, plates. So, Vanessa, when you first came to me with this project, of course, I was thinking like, oh, my gosh, paper mache. It's going to be great. We're going <laughs> to. And then you said, let's just keep it simple. She said, you said, I think I'm even thinking just paper plates. And I was like, well, that mm-mm. no, we, we can. <laughs> the we art can, teacher in you. Yeah, you know, the art teacher in <laughs> me thought um, thought that we could we could elevate it a bit more. And then realizing how individual the needs were for each you know, each each mask or prop was really what led to to the creation of, you know, being able to use that hub and have them get what they needed. So, yeah, for a classroom teacher, if you don't have an art specialist, then you can keep it simple. Then keep it simple. The kiss method. Paper, paper plates. 
Thanks. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you both for hopping on the podcast. We got class to get to soon, yes. so I'm going to let you get going on that. And thank you all for listening to the Hillbrook Center for Teaching Excellence podcast. Thank you.